it's time to start unpacking with another episode of the B Word Unpacked, hosted by the phenomenal women of Goodstock Consulting, Kelly, Kim, and Ebony. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the B Word Unpacked with Goodstock Consulting. Kelly here, and I am so here for our topic today, which is braids, bobs, and everything in between. I can't even begin, I mean, I can't even begin to count the number of conversations about hair that I have had with other women, particularly Black women in my lifetime. From friends, family, and perfect strangers, I feel like hair is something that is universal and connects women the world over. And for Black women in particular, our relationship with our hair is something we've grappled with since childhood. I know plenty of folks for whom it's been both a love and hate relationship at some point, myself included. Mm -hmm. So before we start unpacking all things hair, from texture to cultural impacts to new trends, let's do a quick lightning round. Lightning round. Share with our listeners or viewers, for those of you who are watching on YouTube, reflecting back, what's been your worst, silliest, or craziest hairstyle moment? Kim, let's kick it off with you. Oh, y'all would start with me. So I'm rocking my bob today because of the episode, but probably my craziest um, hairstyle, I think everybody cut their hair when they were younger. Mm-hmm. Everybody, right? So I chopped my bangs point. off. I chopped my bangs off. But do you guys remember? So this is a real throwback. So there used to be these silver clips at the beauty supply store that would give you like a crimp. And so you could put like a few clips or you could do like one clip. I was committed to the clip in the bang and it was a hot mess, a, a complete hot mess. Okay. Um, but I wore it and that was elementary school, okay? But the the middle school mishap or high school was, y'all, I didn't believe in moisturizing my hair. So Nor I, your body, clearly. I'm my body, clearly. <laughs> Check the other episode, right? Clearly I'm an anti-moisture person. And so literally my hair would be so dry, but I went to high school with like these white people and nobody was there to tell me that this was wrong. No, you had sisters and, and mother. No. I had sisters and they were not telling me to grease my scalp the way I was supposed to. And that hair was dry and a hot ass mess. Mm. So I had the opposite of that. So um, I, okay, that's Bentley for everybody um, who's refusing to be quiet. So um, I had the opposite effect of, I didn't know what to do with my hair. Clearly, so I don't, I don't put anything in my hair. This is what you get, what you see. I felt like it needed to have some oomph to it. So, um, I don't know if y'all remember pink lotion. Okay, but pink lotion. Come through pink lotion. Of course, pink Pink oil moisturizing lotion. Everybody had it. Yes. So, so if you put pink lotion in water, Uh, yeah, what you get is uh a a very um, tight, uh, like bang. My bang was like. Like, not the banging, not the banging. Singular bang. Oh, up here, the Listen, so I blame my sister Brandy for that because she knew what I was trying to accomplish and didn't say shit to me. Okay, so yeah, that was mine. Pink lotion. I kept them in business. Ooh, same, 
Same. Yeah. Same. I used to love that pink oil moisturizing <laughs> lotion. Um, y'all, ninth grade, I was desperate for finger waves. So I have never been able to really do hair, nor no, no, none of the women in my family besides my grandmother, Adele, my dad's mother, who ran a beauty shop. None of us can do hair. So my mom was taking me to get my hair done and I was dying for finger waves. And she was like, okay, but are you sure you're going to like that style? And I had seen it in a movie and I was just like, yes, it looks so sophisticated. It's so sexy. So we went, I got me my finger waves. And when I looked at myself in the mirror, like the waves were so plastered to my skull. Like it looked so <laughs> flat on my head that I felt that I looked like an alien. Like a so helmet. It looked like a helmet. And That's so when I, it was hard. Not only did it look like a helmet, like it was hard to the it touch. Was finger waves, Kelly. <laughs> I didn't know what I was getting myself into. So I'm sitting in the front seat next to my mama and she looks at me and she's like you don't like it and y'all I burst out crying okay. I am sobbing inconsolable so we're driving home and my mom's like patting my back and she is so busy patting my back that she straight drives off the side of the road what? yes we got into a car accident over these damn finger waves yes. and I never again in my life have had a finger wave I've never had a desire to get PTSD. another finger wave PTSD Nope, never again. Too much. Did you it out that night or did you, what, did you let it? Show enough. Okay. Show <laughs> enough. I got that mess out of my hair the same night. So PTFD, mm-hmm. post-traumatic <laughs> finger wave disorder. It's in. Do <laughs> disorder. Straight up. Straight up. So now that we've uh, gone and laid all that oh, up out re- there. I want to redo mine. I forgot about my other one. What? Tell your other one. What's it? Y'all, med school. This is how traumatic it was. Okay, this is how traumatic. And that's good and grown. You were in med school. Good and grown. Mm-hmm. So I had to be because my hair always looks exactly the same, as y'all know now by these episodes. I decided it was time for me to do something different. And my roommate at the time had this um, stylist in Charleston. Now, everybody knows I have a country accent, and the accent down in Charleston, South Carolina, is a little bit different. Oh, okay. cultural. It's cultural. Cultural. All right. So I walked in. Okay. And when I walked into this place, it was tr- it was true culture. Okay. I walk in and I explained to her in my best voice that I, I want something different. I'm going to try some hair color. Okay. Um, but I can't do anything drastic like red because I'm in med school. Okay. What she heard was the color red. And I think that's all she heard. Okay. But I didn't understand. We were on two different pages. So fast forward. I'm in this woman's chair. Um, I'm not looking at a mirror. She didn't give me a mirror. For one, I wouldn't know what to look for anyway. When we're said and done and we turn around, um, my hair is this color. And no I, way. And I do mean. <laughs> yeah. That's a bright red. That's yeah, a bright that's, red. That's Annie it red. It was this color on top. That's, that's Keisha Cole red. No, no. Let's finish friend because it was this color on top. She put a darker red in the middle. Ombre. Ombre. Ombre, y'all. It was literally this half of my hair was bright red. And then this half of my hair was the other color red and then this part of my hair was the the burgundy I, so my first my first face when she gave me the mirror it was probably like like that she was like oh no 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 she was like um she was like 
It'll, it'll get brighter. I put an intensifier. I said, it'll get brighter. Yeah. An intensifier. Y'all. Okay. Again, I don't put chemicals on my hair because I, I can't. When I tell you this stuff broke off too. And my hair was literally like literally down to my butt. Um, be frank. When I say my, that when I say it broke off to here. What? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, you got something different, all right. You got something yep. different. Sounds yep. like you got what you wanted. Sounds like you got what you wanted. Exactly. Like, who, who paints somebody's hair red? Uh -huh. I, it, it, well, so, you know, some people like that. Some people like I mean, some that. people. It wasn't me. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, my mama, my mama just looked at me and was like, mm -hmm. all right. You knew good it's hair. Different. And I, it's when different. I tell you, it took forever to get my hair back to health. And, and so that's why I'm so now I'm like, I can't, I'm super, super. The only person I would ever let put anything in my hair, your cousin. My cousin. She has some magic hands. But we're going to talk about what we'll Diane does to the hair. That. Yes. We'll yes. talk about all of that. So ladies, now that we have laid it all out there, let's head on over to the B side and unpack this week's topic. Welcome, Welcome to, to the B side. So let's kick off the conversation with what has been, it's the 800 pound gorilla in the black experience as it relates to hair. Come on, the bad hair versus good hair debate, mm -hmm. which continues to impact us from generation to generation to generation. And it's something that we learn early. The images and value placed on quote unquote good hair, which has traditionally been equated with straight, long flowing hair is something that impacts little girls early, early on. I mean, think about it from Picola Breed, Breedlove and the bluest eye to good and bad hair and Spike Lee's school days. Texturism in the black community, much like colorism, is one of the things that we all know about and possibly don't necessarily accept the deep rooted effects of pun intended. Kim, Eb, what's your take on hair texturism in our community and the impact that it does have on black folks, women in particular? You know, now, now you guys know I love weave. Like I love fake hair, like point blank period. I don't know that I ever really wear my natural hair out very often. I, from wigs to sew-ins to two-strand twists to braids to crochet. I mean, whatever it is, I'm going to try it, right? But I've always been blessed to have what we call good hair, right? My natural hair is thick, is strong, is resilient. It grows long if I allow it to. And so my sisters are the same way. So we did have the, the issue are the real conversation about what's good here and what's bad here, but I know that it exists, right? And um, what I would equate to bad here or what we would equate to bad here would not necessarily be the texture, but the, the thickness of it. In our family, good hair is like thick hair that grows nice and long and healthy. And bad hair is like the thin hair where you might have like some balding or something. Uh, but it's very, it's very prevalent in the Black community, unfortunately. But fortunately, we have Black Girl Magic and you can fix that overnight if you want to. You know what I mean? You can add hair at any point, y'all. 
here. So the girls always laugh at me because I always have some new hair and I am not ashamed to pull this wig off during a meeting and be like, girl, I must have to breathe for a minute. But I just think that is so beautiful as black women that even when we don't have it, we can make it and it still looks natural. It still looks good. And you still look fly as hell. So I really hope no one is still getting caught up on the good hair versus bad hair, curly hair versus straight hair. Because with this whole natural hair movement, kinky hair is in and you want a good thick kinky style i mean so i honestly think right now it's fair game but i could be biased and i could be being naive what you think yeah yeah i mean honestly so definitely growing up you always heard about people saying um especially because me and my sisters we all have three different texture hair so my, my older sister has really thick and deep wave hair and then you have my hair and then you have my little sister's hair who literally can have and Barclay's going crazy but who can literally have every every style you think of like her hair grows out in in an afro like like a crown and so for me it was always Juki's hair that was always really beautiful to me because it could hold any shape and could do anything and so um I know y'all hear me say oftentimes of now I really make a point especially with my nieces for them to know that their hair is absolutely amazing. Um, and just the way that black people's hair naturally grows out of your head, literally in a shaper pound, it does defy gravity. Um, there's only certain laws that the, that are true laws and not thoughts or hypotheses or we think this is what's happening, like true laws and gravity being one. And yet your hair does something that other people's hair like cannot do. And I, I feel like if, if black people truly recognize how much power there is in that, then you would never do anything to try to cripple that. But it, but we see there there has been this movement away from the thinning of hair and the um, the breaking of those bonds through different hair products, right? I mean, there's been a decrease over the last few years of about 38% in sales of these perms and relaxers and, and wow. all these straightening products, right? Like to the, to the value now that black hair care in the natural form of things of keeping your hair, you know, naturally curly state is a $2.5 billion industries. So in that, that whole experience of, of trying to embrace what your natural hair style looks like in the texture of your style, it's like, what do y'all use now for, for y'all? Like for me, it, it basically is just straight up Shampoo and conditioner, and then I tried to do this flopping thing. That didn't work, but that was a free T-shirt. <laughs> Figured I'd try to do that. But what what do y'all use to truly embrace like how your hair naturally grows out? Am I the only one that still remembers the Just for Me commercial? Like they heard the whole song, like Just for Me. No, my conditioner, relaxer cream. Just for me. No, just me. Okay, because I remember because I, I wanted to be the person on the box. Hello, hello. So y'all know I'm the baby sister. So it's it's four girls. So we know hair, okay? We have a long history with hair. But imagine my mom taking four girls to the beautician. That wasn't happening. So we had to figure some things out at the house because it was just too expensive. So with that, I had to learn. I had to really develop a good relationship with my natural hair quote unquote but what I thought was my natural hair was that relaxed hair because my mom got my hair relaxed when I was five so from the age of five I had permed hair so with this whole wave of natural hair in 2019 I decided to cut all my hair off so that cousin that Eb just talked about that she only trusts with her hair I called her and I was like hey girl I'm on the way home I'm gonna cut this hair off so either you're gonna help me 
uh, you are against me. And we shaved my hair like a tennis ball and I would never ever do it again. Shout out to all my naturalistas. Shout out because y'all are one of the strongest women I know. Y'all, natural hair is hard. It is a lot of work. You have to like groom your hair in a way that I wasn't used to. And the amount of products that you have to try in order to make your hair manageable was um, difficult for me to work through and still go to work and still function in life. So yeah, I, I, I'm i not going back to that. I used everything I could find from the internet to the beauty supply store. I mean, use natural conditioners. There are so many natural hair care products now and it is beautiful, but God, you have to go through all of them to determine what your hair likes. And I think I'm a 4C. That's what I'm going with. It's thick. It's it's um, coarse. It's naturally dry. And I just, I, I couldn't get it together. It was just too much work. It was just honestly too much work. Somebody told me once I asked him, they said I was a negative three. And, and since then, I've never asked anybody else. Any. A neg- <laughs> that was Shay. That was Shay. Yeah, that doesn't make sense, though. That doesn't even make sense. But <laughs> that's hilarious yes. and my hair is like an ashy brown color so I, I dye it black I rinse it black regularly it's just yeah, it's too much but Kelly your natural hair is always on point like it's, right. it looks like it was like with juices and berries like coming to America <laughs> it always looks so supple well I mean I've been natural since 1996 so it's been a minute since I've had my natural hair um, I cut it off the summer of 96 was, which was my second year in college. So that summer after my freshman year, I was living in New York city and I can distinctly remember, I was like, okay, telling my sister, Gia, I'm not going to get a perm. I'm going to cut my hair off this summer. And she was like, okay, okay. When are you ready? When are you going to, when, when are you going to do your big chop? Although it wasn't even called a big chop. She was just like, when are you cutting your hair? So the day I cut my hair and came back to the apartment, y'all, the holler I received within two hours flipped completely. Yeah. It went from yo, 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 yo to my empress, my princess, my, my, my Nubian princess, my Nubian queen. Like it changed in an instant. My holla got so hotep, as the young people like to say today, in an instant over that haircut. And that's when I was like, dang, I mean, people really do place so much value and have just this perception of who you are based on the hair on your head. Um, mm-hmm. I'd say that today, the whole natural hair process, is a, it's, it's very different than when I did it, which was daggone near 20 years ago, or well over 20 years ago, honestly. It wasn't considered like a journey. We did not have as many amazing products, back to Ebony's um, comment earlier about this being a $2.5 billion industry. Um, just kind of use what worked. I still am not that, I said earlier, I'm not that into hair. So really for me, Kim, it's just about using more product than you think you should because my hair is dry and it soaks stuff up like you just wouldn't believe. And so I think it's about, we always need more product than we think our hair actually needs. Right. Lay it on, really? lay, it, lay it up on. So there. less products, Kelly, less products. I don't use that many products, but the ones that I land on, I just, you know, take my time and use them liberally. Okay. Liberally. okay. Look, one of my friends- Less is more. Shout out to Kendra Ham. The whole Saturday is her hair day. 
I mean, it's a, but her hair is so healthy. I mean, I, I think it's, I mean, people do different things or whatever, but she has a whole routine of what step one, two, three, four, five will look like. And I don't have that kind of time, but you know, but one thing that does, but one thing that does kind of trouble me, if I can maybe honest and frank, um, it's when people, whenever people say natural hair, they don't include people like me. Mm. And as black people, and, and you do have natural hair. You I know, know I know. Your I know. hair is natural. You just blow dry and straight. I, straight. No, it's just like, I know. But what I'm saying though is that when there's a subset of us, and this is not to, let me just say this, this is not to say, oh, we have hardships because we don't. Um, I just want to make that clear. Um, but it's the same thing with colorism of where, you know, some certain times we aren't necessarily included in the black experience. Uh, and with, and when, whenever someone says, oh, you know, I love my natural hair, we are also not including natural in the, in the black experience. That's true, friend. I honestly never even thought about that, honestly. There goes my privilege. Oh, it's nothing for us to be sitting here right talk to a therapist. It really is not. Um, it really is not. But um, but it is one of those things where you really do you you aren't included in that um, in that Nubian princess holla narrative. Yeah, because can you even get braids? I mean, like I would imagine of that if you try to get braids, braids, but they would slip out. They would slip out. My mama gave me. Well, see, for one, I'm tender headed. Let me just say that for the record. So my mama, and my mama was that black mama doing people's hair in the kitchen. Okay. If you mean praise skills. My mama, Mary Hilton, she'll have you on the chair. Okay. She'll start to raise my little niece will probably finish them. Okay. Um, shout out to But uh, but I had crochets. I can remember at least once, if not twice, that my mama did. Um, okay. And yeah. So that counts. That counts. It's just me and Kelly could probably hold on to a crochet for two months. You right. probably just can hold on to it for two months. Right, but I saw this, um, and this is as an aside, I saw this white white woman on, on Twitter posted something about she had box braids, and when Stop. they took the box braid out, all her hair uh, was it, and she had to end up getting a haircut off. Wow. Yeah. Like, that would be that experience. Yeah. Wow. Speaking of, did y'all see Adele with them Bantu knots recently? Can we talk about the Bantu? Can we, can we take like, just a quick sideboard? You can cannot do everything. Did you see that? What is going on with Adele? Know your lane. Know your I, lane. So she, she was at some kind of like Caribbean celebration uh-huh. heritage type thing with her little, you know, Jamaican jacket on, but then... Uh-huh. The, but the Bantu knot, the I'm Bantu. Like, you took it, it was one step too far. Too far. I'm just, and I'm so a, it's almost like the line between the jacket. Yeah, it's a line between appreciation and appropriation. And I and I know that it's it's vague. So you can't it's, not it's a delicate balance, but it's, it's too much. You know she grew up around mad Jamaican. That's my guess. She grew up in London around hella Jamaicans, probably in Brixton, and just like feels down with the culture. I mean, white girls wear cornrows all the time. (sighs) Should they though? Should they? I don't. Should they though? What do you say? Should they? That's what Jay Z said. Should they? Well, you know what? They probably can. What you about to say, Ed? I was going to say this. I feel like, and this is probably going to give me hate mail, okay. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, if we being honest, 
black people, okay, we can't say they're appropriating if they do box braids and bantu knots, but then we go and get blonde weave. Mm, oh, oh. Oh, are we going there? But there is um, black people with naturally long hair okay. that is also and, blonde. So that's blonde. not necessarily. And I also like see white people with coarse, kinky hair growing in an afro better than my kid. Very true. That's, that's true. Okay. Okay. That's very true. Okay. You're see, right. When we, see, well, when we see white people with dreadlocks, <laughs> we like. I'm there for it. I'm I've always. For it. I'm always I'm a little. I ain't either. Uh, I don't. Uh, it's very, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a choice. It's a personal it's choice. It's one that I've never been. And I'm just saying, as far as preparation, at what point do we, at what point do we say, okay, well, okay, if we're going to get a, a bob cut, blonde bob cut, swoop on the side, then are we preparing <laughs> them? Are we looking like Sharon? And mm-hmm. so can, can, can Karen go to be? <laughs> Can Karen have a mushroom? Can me and Karen both have a mushroom? I think it's the way that we style the mushroom that really matters. It's, you know, but but that's the beauty of hair. That's that's really the beauty of hair. I think it really, it's a bridge. It's a cultural bridge. The question is, though, uh, the question is, is the bridge name appropriation? The bridge is. In some instances, I do believe that it is. Um, I got to be honest, one of my really closest girlfriends, Tenny, white woman, white girl, she had locks for years, I mean, down her back. Um, we had, when she cut them off, which was a huge decision for her because they got to be so heavy that they started mm-hmm. to pull on her hairline. And I'm sure y'all have seen that on people before. Like mm-hmm. their locks get so heavy that they literally start to pull your hairline out. And so we had a lock. The first time we cut her locks, we did it like we cut them maybe the shoulder length. Oh, wait, uh, you did it too? You cut yeah, it? Yeah, a group of all of us. We had a lock trimming ceremony. It's like a spiritual process, I yeah, believe. I mean, had, yeah. She had had them for years. And yeah. so we did a ceremony. She kept them. And then probably a good three, four years later, she wound up having to take them out because they still, just like the weight of all that hair when it was wet, was still pulling on her scalp too hard. Now, the thing is, I never judged my girl. I never judged Tenny with her locks. But I have to be honest, I have looked at other white folk with locks and and. It, 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 it gives me pause on many occasions. I got to be honest. Like, it's, so that's was, one that I feel like it's just, it's a little bit like too much. Say, it's too much for me. For me, it's too much. But I would say, Indy Irie said, I am not my hair. I am not my hair. So I don't have a problem with the style you choose because I, I love that sense of variation and creativity. I think it's when you try to act like you created it. That's when yeah. I start to get an attitude. Yeah. That's why I'm like, stop it. Yeah, That's y'all not your y'all original. Didn't come, y'all didn't come up with that. So, mm-hmm. so pay homage to the women or to the Black women who actually came up with those hairstyles if you're going to choose the rocket, especially if you're trying to market it like this is what you do and this is yep. where you come from. That's my issue. I got a problem with, I think I have more of a problem when if you, if your personality and things change with it. Oh, that too. Like, I mean, but isn't that a part of it? Like, if I put on a wig, isn't my personality going to change? Like, am I not going to feel like a, a no, whole new person? No. Do you don't think so? Now, you know, I change these wigs in here every week. But no. you don't feel like they change your personality to an extent? No. What? No. Maybe, maybe because I've never worn one. I feel like the the art or the act of putting one on, I would step into this whole new. Maybe I got this fantasy. <laughs> now of that sounds me. like role playing, <laughs> Kelly. Now that sounds personal and for your business. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like some Megan Thee Stallion. Maybe. Type stuff. 
Okay, because I just feel like I would become this whole new woman. I don't know. Me like that. Because I think that's, I think if it makes you feel sexy and it makes you feel like whatever, I'm saying like if you go Rachel on us, right? And you put on a, you put on some, some box braids and then all of a sudden you NAACP president. Like, you gotta have found prison rules, okay? Yes. And, I, and, and if this wig is gonna make you forget the fact that you are not black, hmm. then we got then we don't cross too far. But I, but I honestly, don't, <laughs> I don't know if um, I don't know if we can say they are appropriating when they wear our hairstyles, but when we wear what is typically and traditionally thought. Mm-hmm. To be, theirs then it's okay and we just being you creative we just being black girl magic (laughs) (laughs) well i will tell you the beauty of this creativity that we can express through our hair officially became law in september this year when the house passed a bill that would ban discrimination that stems from our race-based hairstyle. So the legislation called the Crown Act, which is pretty fitting, would apply in part to situations like employment, housing, or even federally funded programs. So Representative Barbara Lee, shout out, Congresswoman in California. She's one of the first co-sponsors of the bill that was introduced in December of last year. And she wrote on Twitter, this is a quote from her, no one should feel forced to change their natural hair. I've been rocking my crown for decades and everybody should feel empowered to rock theirs too. Yes. Beautiful, right? Beautiful, yeah. That. So, and thinking about how we how we wear our hair in the workplace, I know that I consciously choose my hairstyles and every day, because mm-hmm. I can change it up every day. But I also use my hairstyles to kind of push the boundaries in the boardroom. You know, I work in corporate America, so I love the idea of getting some um, braids or getting some Bantu knots or wearing my um, crochet faux locks and putting it with my professional gear and showing them the variations of that. In fact, I had this um, white woman that I work with who constantly would comment on my changing hair, quote unquote. And I would say, hey, girl, I know it's black girl magic because I want you to recognize that I know it. And yeah. I'm not ashamed of everyone knows that this is fake hair. Girl, you know the people at my old office used used to be like, we just don't understand how she does it. Like, how is it possible? Like, their questions about your hair were endless. And you know how many times they would be like, is half the time they wouldn't know who you were because they thought you were a new black woman. And then the other half of the time, they would just be fascinated. How did did she do it, Kelly? How did she do it? I'm just like... Listen, but that didn't come easily. In fact, when I decided to start wearing braids and like my alternative styles, quote unquote, to work, my dad was like, you can't wear your hair like that to work. Mm -hmm. You are in corporate America now. You need to make, you need to straighten that hair. You need to pull it back. That does not look clean or professional. And I was like, dad, yes, it does. Like we are in a new age. So really, this is probably me rebelling and being, you know, a rebellious child. But now I love it. What do, I, love I mean, what do y'all think? What do y'all think? As you should. I mean, that's the thing. How many times do we hear men have to explain based on oh. their aesthetics whether or not they belong in a boardroom? We we absolutely do not. And so I, I think this this is and not only men, let's take it out that realm too. No other race mm-hmm. of people. No other race. None. Um you know, it's 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 so weird to me that you're criminalized for the way your hair naturally grows. 
okay? You're telling me to put chemicals on my head to stop it from growing in this in this shape in in this manner. You're telling me that I have to to yeah to take assimilate the way the way I was born. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's the whole idea and discussion about um, black people and their hair is is one of those things I've never really understood um, as to how everyone else in in every part of us and I, this this you know topic is everything in between because mm-hmm. everything in between is also body shape and everything else mm-hmm. and uh, and like I said, black people are oftentimes made to feel like our bodies are some some grotesque or something that's irregular yeah Yeah. it's a a stray from the default and yet um and yet (laughs) you know they do injections of their lips to look full um you know what i mean They, they do tanning beds to get a shade you know it's all these things that are done to the body to mimic what naturally happens for our bodies and yet we're told that it's not beautiful and so with me in, in medicine you know it is it's different uh, most of the time my hair is covered up but as soon as I can whip, whip my head off people make fun of me in the hospital because I am constantly like you know you're gonna get what you see and no it's not again it's not on the spectrum of what people would consider natural hair but um but it is to it see. is natural hair. I do yeah, not want your hair. voice to lower when you say yes. that. Yes. Like, yeah. Listen, I'm like, it's what like a to yourself. Yes, she I don't. Does. I am not no. used to I, this from her I, at all. No. I am not I'm like, what's happening? Because, what are we doing? Because I do recognize, and I never want to put myself in the struggle of where I don't, where I don't have a struggle. Let me just say it that way. And I am very upfront about certain things. And like I said, my, my little sister, I credit her with, with holding a mirror up to me to say, no, you do got some privilege, bitch. You do. Okay. And, uh, okay. and so when I hesitate. I'll take that. Right. Because when I hesitate, I want to know that when, when you know, Representative Lee had to push forth this crown act, she mm-hmm. wasn't talking about me. Right. And I fully, fair. And I fully, That's fair. I fully accept that and recognize that um, as being a, yeah, it's not my struggle. And so when I when I'm cowering down, it's not cowering down because I don't I don't appreciate and love myself. It is more so I want to be respectful that I am not appropriating mm-hmm. someone else's struggle through my message. And I fair enough. Okay. I mean, That's keeping fair. it real, keeping That's it fair. real. I have rarely worn my hair out, or as I like to say, unleash my fro in the work environment. I mean, Kim, you can attest. You've known me in the Listen, work environment five times, and I've seen it just. Once and once a year, my whole soul set on fire, and my whole yeah. soul was on fire when I saw you too. But it's so beautiful. So yeah. I know I yeah, I mean, typically at, in the professional environment, because y'all know I've been natural forever, I would typically, as you know, like flat twist it. So mm-hmm. imagine I don't have twists in flat to my head with a puff in the back or just pull it straight back, as you know, with a puff. And the reason why is when I first, you know, had the natural and grew it out and like went to work with it big, it just got so much attention and just I mean I have flashbacks it's not necessarily I don't mind the attention but it's when the hand starts coming up like there is just this fascination I've had Mm -hmm. the director of HR ask me as her hand crept 
And as I like was trying to subtly, and here, here I am trying to be subtle about you not putting your hands up in my head. Yes. So I'm, I'm subtly like backing off as her hand is coming up. And she's like, well, how do you get it like that? How does it stand up like that? How do, I mean, just the question after question after question. And then I just was like, this, this just feels awkward. And so like after, I'm going to say two or three encounters like that, y'all, I just straight snatch it back. It just was too much. It felt very just... Yeah, don't pet me. But Kelly, can we also add when you unleash that fro, she also had on a leather skirt. I, I did. Some knee boots. <laughs> I, I did. Said, oh, oh, mama did not come to play today. Mama came to the meeting to meet with the people. To came to meet with people. the people. I did. I had y'all. I had one attendee tell me, "Oh my God, you look like a rock star." And I was like, "Oh, okay." At the work meeting, I'll take it. I'll take I was, it. I was excited. Can I also throw in here that um, I had a meeting with a white guy with a mullet and I was offended. So here does really cause offense. So hey. just FYI. Okay. So I'm curious, y'all, do you have a hair fantasy or a style, a look that you have always wanted to try, but have never had the courage to do? Kim, I'm going to start with you. I'm going to kick it to you first because we've already established you take the most hair risks. But is there one style that even for you, you've just been like, ooh, I would love to, but I just don't know if I can? Uh, No. Every style that I think of, I try only because I'm really that flexible when it comes to hair. Like I, like I said, I have three sisters. And so we are all bold with our hair. In fact, I can't wait till we can open up a beauty supply store. We're going to call it Butler Beauty, right? But because we Perfect. are just in love with hair, we love the versatility of it. We love the risk you can take. And worst case scenario, you just wash it out. You take it out or to grow back or sew some more in. I mean, it's, it's really the only thing in on your body that's so malleable and so and truly under your control that's how i feel man yeah. I, I, what about you Ev? i've always wanted a a short but styled hair cut okay. like pixie cut or no like a, um like probably to maybe like a, like, like a bob like, a bob do it Cut it off. Maybe like something, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it'll grow back. But the problem is, is that it's cute. Do you have to do something to it? It's what I've heard. Yes. That you have to. Work. It's work. And I, it's and, work. And literally, I'm gonna show you when I go to sleep at night. I I put my hair up like this. Yeah, no more ponytails. And um, I go to sleep like that. Okay. And then when I wake up in the morning, <laughs> running because I've hit snooze fifteen hundred times. I do like this, <laughs> and, I, and I go out to do it. But when you have a shortcut, like you wake up with the style. Like you don't have to style it because it's You don't have to style styled. it, but it doesn't have the versatility that she it has. Doesn't. And I think yeah. she probably would have to style it a little more because it is shorter. You you know shorter hair is more work, yeah. but it's, it's so work. cute. My mama, my mama said it's more work. It's it more, is it's work. work. It is work. It is more work. So I think it's effort. Like, it's not necessarily work. It's just some effort. But when Kim showed me the other day, when you took, you remember we had our- When movie? I take this wig off. The wig off. Yeah. Because for one, I didn't know, like right now, I would never have said you had any, you had some yeah. Yeah, so the beauty about this is that my natural hair is about this length, but the way that it just kind of flows in the volume, I like it. So I put my natural hair in a ponytail and then I clip this on, which is three clips. I bet nobody, I bet no, I bet a good 80% of people 
wouldn't even know what you mean by you put your hair in back in a ponytail. Listen, I promise y'all, I have a wig conversation with, with a person, be it a stranger or someone I know, at least once a day. I can imagine. I mean, you do it so beautiful. That is my fantasy, the wig. That would be my fantasy. <laughs> I because I want to try one. I just really feel like, Matter you know. Will you put the link for wigs in the um, comments? I sure will. I like, sure will. Some kind of tutorial or something. Let's do this for the next one. Let's order one. Okay. And for, and for whatever. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We're going to do an episode on, um, on yeah. On these I wigs. think that should be our Be Brave episode. Let's do that it. should be the Be Brave. That should be the Be Brave. Because the beauty about finding a good wig is finding the wig company who's hair texture matches your hair texture. Once you find that, all games, all bets off. All bets are off? You can be whoever you, you want to be. Because you got to have some of your hair out. Sometimes. Sometimes. I don't. Oh, huh. Hello. Hello. Black Girl Magic. Okay, we're going to do that. I'm going to get two of them. Y'all, one time I even dyed my hair and it turned completely green because I did the wrong things. And I was like, okay. And that's okay too. I'm gonna put a wig on so this green grows out, and then she's gonna be cute again. Okay. She's gonna get some braids. She, she got her orange on accident. It, it is just hair, though. It does. Just it is just hair. hair. It, it is, is just hair. hair. That's the thing. I, I'm yes. quick to do a big chop, and people are like, "Oh my god, you cut all your hair off." I'm like, "It's just hair. It it's will grow hair. back. It like, will grow back. Oh, it will grow back. Or not? Because you know, we didn't talk about. <laughs> we didn't, honestly, we didn't talk about alopecia on this episode. I think it's very important for us to at least mention. Because it is a, it you know, we, we know about it with men, and we say male male pattern, pattern baldness, but there are a large section of women that- um, Can't that grow hair. It is emotionally dramatic yep. because we never speak about it, but we just now, you know, uh, Representative um, Presley came forward mm-hmm. and said, I have um, alopecia, and showed her her beautiful- She looks you know, beautiful. Beautiful, and I think that, as far as the Crown Act, I think the most singular push of accepting who you are was her act of saying, this is me. So I will tell you that, friend, in cutting off my hair, it really made me learn my face, like who I am, and accept that just natural beauty of just me without any adornments without any ornaments you know what i mean and it i does, love a short style it pulled, yes. everything is here oh, you get God. all concerned with them brows your eyes your brows stayed on yes you invest in new lipsticks i yes. personally like my hair back from my face because i like to show my face yeah. but yeah when you have that short hair it's like there's nothing you can hide from i had a, you know you a good, that's when you know you're yeah. beautiful a really good friend of mine had these beautiful locks like past her shoulder and she cut them and she said that when, when she cut them she just felt so so free she just felt so, so liberated because yeah. she was like okay this is me she said in some ways it felt like giving up her security blanket although now she's like i wish i had my hair back you know we always yeah. go back and forth between it when you chop but you're like i wish i had my hair yeah but I, but how do you cut it off because you know you always see old women and i long got the same haircut because you get tired of the bullshit you get tired of the bullshit. So, all right, party people, it's time to get bothered. Hashtag be bothered. This is the part, this is the segment where we give our listeners some advice about the B work that we just unpacked. So, homegirls, tell the people what routines or products have been most effective with helping you keep your hair the healthiest. 
Right. So that's not what you have. Right. I mean, so I, again, I don't, I don't put a lot of, I don't put anything in my hair after I've washed and shampooed it. Um, Cause my hair gets really weighed down and sticky, but the shampoo I love the best is this um, called Olaplex. So Kirsten, who is Kim's um, cousin, who is amazing. If you need your hair done, if you got to fly through COVID to mm-hmm. get Charleston, South Carolina for Kirsten, and it's worth it. Um, no, but she is absolutely amazing. So she put me on to that um, shampoo line that I lo- absolutely love. And then just as crazy as it may sound, just good old fashioned um, herbal essence. So when I say when I wash my hair, I literally, I have niacin, which is the shampoo that's like a, a stripper of grease. Like it leaves my hair feeling really kind of just clean. Then I use the Olaplex and then I use the herbal essence. I do those three shampoos at once. And then I put all their conditioners in my hand at once and I use that as my conditioner. So yeah, I, I do those three combos every single time, every two days. And it works that for you? Yes. Well, what works for me really, a few things. So I've learned that using protective style, so I love a good protective style. Mm-hmm. And what I love after a good protective style that I feel like a lot of our people are scared of is getting a good trim. And I'm not just talking like just an itty bitty, like your hair grows when you cut it. So every time I take a style off, I go to the beautician and I'm like, take off a good inch or two inches because then it's just, I just feel like your hair is regenerating and growing much more naturally. So folks, please don't be scared to cut your hair. Like trimmed healthy no. hair is so much better than like long hair that's scraggling. You're like holding on to length, just like right. trim your hair. So I had to get comfortable getting haircuts and then getting comfortable actually using very little shampoo because shampoo just strips my hair. Mm-hmm. So I'll do like a co-wash. And once I discovered the co-wash or just even like a deep condition, like do two or three rounds of a deep condition, that's when my hair gets just luscious and full. And then honestly, um, the tea tree oil. I love a good tea tree oil. I heat it up and then just put it in my scalp and then put the little cap on and let it sit in there. And it's like, what is that? was just like, you, you know what the tea tree oil smells like, right? That mm-hmm. it, like a methylated kind of, It's kind of like menthol and like your huh? scalp just feels like it's tingling a little bit when you put the heating cap on there. And it just, I don't know what it does, but for my hair at least, the roots feel really moisturized and I never have scalp issues. Scalp always, you know, and it starts at the root. So the, the tea tree oil, nice trims and the deep conditions work for me. And water, water, water. Drink a lot of water. Mm-hmm. Water, water, water. Mm-hmm. I was... So in the same vein of Kelly, I would say protect. So a great protective style. I feel like my hair grows more when I am wearing like my wigs and my braids and because I'm not digging in it. I'm not, I'm not applying so much heat to it. I'm not stressing it out. Even with my wigs, I make sure that I'm not stressing out my edges too much or with my braids. So making sure that my braids aren't too tight. Um, but still look fresh, right? Um, And just keeping some heat and tension off my hair really helps. No hair dye. So like I said, I rinse my hair black. I don't dye my hair because dye strips my hair. And I learned that after the green hair experiment. Um, And I do all this at my home too. YouTube, you can learn a lot of things, but you should have a really good conversation with your hairstylist if you want to be that brave. Mm -hmm. So I don't go Mm -hmm. to the hairstylist often unless I need to course correct. That's when I go. But I've really learned how to take care of my hair at home because I like to change it too often. And if I honestly went every time I wanted to change my hair, I would spend way too much money at the hair salon. Yeah, you. Trey would not be loving all of that, right? He would not be loving it. He would be like, really, babe, just shave all the damn hair off at this. Right, go right. 
Big chat, big chat. Yes, and moisturize. Find whatever your scalp mm-hmm. really loves because that's going to make sure that your hair doesn't break off if the tension is too much. Um, I've learned that I was allergic to black castor oil. Like it would break my scalp out. So I couldn't use like the great products, but um, just regular coconut oil works good for me. And I do have to shampoo because my scalp does get so oily because of mm-hmm. all the oils I have to put on it because it's so dry. But really just being patient with your hair and figuring out what it likes because he, she, it has a whole personality that might be outside (laughs) of you that you need to learn and really get into a relationship with. And for my wigs and weaves, I use good old Tresemme. It's cheap as hell. It's Mm -hmm. in every store. And it does. On the wigs. On all my wigs and my weaves. Okay. My bundles. I just use Tresemme. I I do a washing condition and I hang it up to dry. I air dry. I don't blow dry. I was just about to say, do you blow dry it? Air dry and let the natural curls come out. And then once it's at least dry enough, I might do a light blow dry, but primarily air dry. So that takes prep. From a clinical perspective, we haven't touched on this and I'm surprised because we've been talking about hair for 45 minutes. Touch briefly from a medical perspective on edges. So, so many black women are concerned with the loss of their edges. And is that, is that a direct result of, because you're pulling your hair back too tight in these styles or the braids? Because I'm like, I've gotten braids like my whole life, but never have had like an edges issue. So what is it? It's the tension. It's the tension. It's the tension. And I always hate when I see particularly little babies and look, you know, mm. 20 year olds. And you can see like these little bumps that are yep. these of their yes. tight. And my question is why? Because because we've come accustomed to your edges need to be laid and straight and tight. And that's not, that's not, that's not the way to go. You're ripping the baby's hair out. Yeah, when I see the, the little girls out. with their hairline like already yeah. back here, I'm like, what are you yeah. doing? You're ripping the baby's hair out. And honestly, that's why I love, y'all know how I love Beyonce. Y'all know how I love mm-hmm. it. That's why I love when 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 Blue Ivy was a tiny baby and people, who who does that anyway? Talking about a child's hair. But, anyway, but when she snapped back and said, I like my baby hair. With baby mm-hmm. hair and afros, like yes. baby hair and afros, yes, because I'm not pulling all that out to appease you to pull nope. her hair back into this. Go ahead. I to got a ponytail it. that treat, doesn't reach. Treat your baby hairs like babies. Like be babies. gentle with them. Be <laughs> delicate with them. Yes. Because they are going to be babies for long if you don't. Okay? Exactly. Yeah, And it's not just the tension, but it's the weight of whatever you're putting in your hair, too. Right. So, like, Kelly, you get really light hair. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why you don't see a lot of tension, like, when you get your twists and stuff. But yep. it, imagine if you're getting braids and they're heavy, yeah, you're going to be bald as hell later. And- and I just want people to think too when they when they're especially with kids that are that young, you're telling them that the way their hair naturally grows in their body is not right. Mm-hmm. And you are creating a self-esteem issue before they even know what self-esteem is. Like yeah. raise your like like I said, my little niece right now, she's five years old now, but since she was two, she would raise her little fist up and say, I'm a proud black woman. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, <laughs> and she literally will tell you like my hair defies gravity. Yes, it does, baby. Your hair defies gravity. And what else can it do? You know, and it, and to build her up to say, exactly the way your hair grows is exactly it's okay. Also, it's okay. It is not, it, it's better than okay. It's you. And mm-hmm. it's perfect. It's, it's perfect. natural. Right. It's beautiful. So, yeah. now on that note, 
I mean, on that note, it's beautiful. Embrace it for what it is. Lean into it. And please, y'all, let's stop, you know, shaming each other and putting each other down. Mm -hmm. And let's stop the whole good hair, bad hair narrative. It's all good hair, right? It's all beautiful hair. Even if you bought it, girl. Go ahead and buy it. Man. Amen to that. So to our listeners and our viewers, thanks for tuning in as always. Be sure to follow us on social media, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Tell us what you thought about today's episode in the comment section below. And please let us know if there's a B word that you want us to unpack in a future episode. And um, until the next time, I'd say be positive, love your locks, take care, practice safe self, self-care, and Let's Let's keep unpacking. unpacking. Thank you for unpacking another B Word with Kelly, Kim, and Ebony. Follow the B Word on Instagram at the B Word Unpacked and follow Goodstock Consulting on Facebook and YouTube. Learn more about Goodstock at www.goodstockconsulting.com.